It's Al's Boring Podcast. Oh, hi there. Al Dukes here, and we are back in the Basking Ridge condo for another boring podcast with Paul. Hi there, Paul. Hello. Oh, hi. Um, A lot of people are wondering what you look like. Oh, yeah? That's what I'm mostly getting on Twitter. Right. You're like the uh, masked wrestler of the podcasting world. Okay. (laughs) So people want to know, which I tell them that you have a job and you're not sure if your job knows you're a podcaster. Yeah, I'd rather not. So let's keep it on the down low. So we don't know your last name. We really don't know anything about you (laughs) other than you have some sort of office job where you travel. That's right. The yes. different places. Yeah. Remember like on Cheers, Norm's wife was never seen, but she was always referenced. Right. Yeah. So, so you're like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, today's podcast, we're going to do um, going to the doctor's. Yes. Just going to the doctor's office. Now, Craig claims that I'm a hypochondriac and that I'm he, he thinks I'm constantly making doctor's appointments. Okay. But every single time I've gone to the doctor, I've had a legitimate issue. Okay. So like I said to Craig the one time, I think I need to go get this hernia checked out because I feel like I have a hernia. He's right. like, oh, you're, you're constantly at the doctor's. Meanwhile, I went and had a hernia. And yeah, I had to get right. a, you had surgery. And right. I had to get the hernia surgery. Right. Now I'm working on a second hernia on the other side. Is that right? That's right. <clears throat> the guy told me that when I was getting this first one done. He's like, well, you have one on the other side too. So I was eventually going to have to get worked out. And now, of course, since I know that, I'm locked in on... Is every day I'm like checking. <laughs> is this popping out? Yeah. Is this yeah. like lump getting bigger? Right. But I guess a good place to start with the doctor episode and going to the doctors and that sort of thing is number one, outside of having your family doctor, which I think probably most of us had since we were kids, mm-hmm. um, what do you do when you move from that area or if you want to start going to a different doctor? How do you pick? There are so many doctors, and I know you want to go to somebody who your insurance. Exactly. Works with. That's in your network. Yeah, but beyond that, are you basing it on names and what they look like online? I, I look at schooling. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, so like those, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty sure my doctor went to Columbia University. Oh, nice. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, okay, that's Ivy League. He must know something. Would you go to a doctor whose degrees were from a foreign land? I would rather not. <laughs> yeah, I would rather not Because I see too. a lot of those. I feel like I see a lot of Ohio State Universities, and, oh, yeah. I, and I feel like, well, that seems like a real school. Right, right. You know, or like a University of Pennsylvania. That's a good school. That's like a good, that's I, Ivy, Ivy League, League yeah. I, I believe. But all the doctors can't be Ivy League doctors. Well, somebody has to be a C student, right? Right. Yeah. A C student from a kind of regular college that also gives medical degrees. Right. Yeah. So I always wonder, like, how do you pick a doctor? And this last time around when I moved up to Basking Ridge, um, I kind of just went, I, I saw there was this really large facility that mm-hmm. had all sorts of doctors in it. Summit Medical Center, I believe right. it's called. So I was like, I'll go there. And then you look through, I guess you just look for a general doctor to be your main man or woman that you go to. And then if you need a specialist, you hope that they have a specialist that they work with. Right. Yeah. They always like that Summit Medical Group. I, yeah. I go to them as well. Oh, you do? Yeah. So my doctor's in there. And so when he has to refer me to somebody else, right? it's either within the building or it's like a short drive to that next. Right. Plus you feel like they already have all of your, uh, your insurance cards and information in the system. Right. So it's not like a whole thing every time you go to a new doctor. Right. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I went uh, to the summit medical group and I wonder this too, when you're looking for a new doctor, even just going to a large place like that, there are some doctors where it says 
currently not accepting yeah. new patients, right? I, yeah. And then you have to pick one that is right. accepting new patients. And then do you wonder... What's wrong with this guy? What's wrong with this guy yeah. that he's got new patients? Right. There, I'm pretty sure I've looked up people's names where you... I think there's like a website, Medical Grades or something like that, yeah. where you can see if they have any malpractice suits against them. And I remember finding a guy who had like three malpractice suits against him. I was like, well, let me... That you were considering. Yes. You were considering He was one of my... The guys that it was like... You know, I put it down to like five people. Yeah. Yeah. And you Googled him. Yes. Yeah. And then the other thing is with a lot of insurance, like you have to... A lot of times it used to be that you would have to go to your regular doctor and they would need to refer you to a specialist. Like you had to go right. to them first. I had that... I think now, now, like, I think I could just go to any doctor in my network. Like, I don't know that I need to see my regular doctor. It depends on your plan. Yeah. yeah. Like, I have, like, more like an HMO plan where you have to see your primary care first. First. And then they... Oh, okay. Mine must be different then. Yeah, yeah. My old plan, I could have gone to anybody. Yeah. They would have paid some kind of benefit, but... Yeah, because, like, I'm, I've uh, often described myself uh, as a penis hypochondriac. Like right. I, I always feel like I have something wrong with my penis. Like yes. Always something. Right. So I can't constantly be going to the regular doctor first. I just go straight to the urologist. Oh, okay. Okay. Straight to him. And in fact, Eddie Scazzeri um, needed a urologist recommendation and, and I recommended my guy. I could have sworn we talked about this. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't think on here, probably okay. just in our private lives. So Eddie and I have a doctor who, who he's seen both of our penises. Okay. There's a doctor at Summit Medical Center that has seen Lucky guy. half of the Boomer and Carton Show's penises. I was going to bring that up when you, like, if you had to go to a primary care yeah. physician and, you know, the nurse always asks, you know, what what, do you, what brings you in here today? And, yeah. you know, and you always have to beat around the bush, like, <laughs> what you're really doing there? You know? Right. Oh, you know, just general malaise, you know, right. like, I'm not feeling that great. <laughs> oh, really? Like, what in particular general malaise? It's just, you know, body. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where exactly? <laughs> I don't like when they ask like when you when you call to make an appointment. Yeah, they'll ask spe- specifics like right. what is wrong. Right, and I'm not sure. I feel like telling her. Like, I, I who always, are you? Yeah, I always say just you know physical. You know, oh, I've done this one too. That's a good one. Physical. Yeah. I've also done uh, just looking for a consultation. <laughs> That's a good one. You know, because like yeah. I'm just I've got some questions for the doctor. Right. I can't really tell you what it is yet. I'd rather not. I'd rather not tell you. Uh, now, so, yeah. as somebody being sem- somewhat famous, do you ever worry that they recognize your name? Because you have to put down where your employment is, right? W- right. Yes, I have to put down CBS Radio. Right. And that's when I use my full name, Albert, in oh, hopes okay. that it fools somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, it's mainly just the the, the men doctors okay. that would know. Right. Uh, there's generally women working in the reception desk. And uh, the 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 nurses that you see when you first come in and they yeah. bring you into the other room, so that is generally women. So they don't, they wouldn't know, right? Right. WFAN for the most part. I wonder. I wonder how like Leonardo DiCaprio, how right. he goes. You know, I need to get my prostate checked or right. STD checked. Like, right? He's got to be like, yeah. Is th- somebody going to reveal this information? I know there's <laughs> laws against that, but right. Still, right. There's laws against it, but people they still have no idea what sure. they're doing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then the thing then becomes when you do need to see a doctor, how do you decide what you have is something that requires yeah. you going to the doctor? That, that's a good question. Uh, I think if you get, if you 
if you're sick enough that you call out of work, definitely go to the doctor, right? Mm -hmm. Take the time to go to the doctor. Right. Or to me, (laughs) blood in a urine or stool, that's immediate trip to the doctor, right? Oh my God. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's disgusting. Yes. That is immediately, I I would almost, anything that would cause me to almost pass out at the sight of it. Right. And that is one of those things. Okay. Now, how how do you decide whether to go to your primary care person or an urgent care walk-in clinic? Hmm. Um, Oftentimes, I will first call my... I'm not sure I've ever been to an urgent care clinic. Those are great. I don't trust those. Like, I feel like... Yeah, those doctors probably graduated from Granada. Right. Like, if you were a good enough doctor, wouldn't you have your own practice? Yeah. Or be in a big practice like the Summit Medical Group that I keep referencing? I. I agree. You're in the urgent care. That sounds like just out of medical school. No. Well, yeah. When I have gone to the walk-in clinic, they're like older guys. They're not like young kids, you know? You think they have like malpractice suits behind them? Maybe. And they're like- They touched a woman inappropriately. (laughs) They're just recouping. Right. See, I think for urgent care, that's just- you were hit with the flu or some some, some virus. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You would go there for like- Theraflu or, you know... Because if uh, you were injured, you would go to the emergency room. Right. So there's three different levels. There's one calling your doctor and saying, I need to come see you. I have like a pain in my shoulder. There's two going immediately to the urgent care mm-hmm. with these doctors that we're not sure what... Now, you actually see a doctor are. there. Like I know the CVS Minute Clinic. <laughs> what is that? The CVSs have a urgent care thing on site. In their stores? Yes. In some of their bigger stores? Yes. But you only see like a nurse practitioner, I think. Okay. So if you need something quick, you can go there, you know? Right. Yeah. And then she could tell you if you need to go to the emergency room. I would assume so, yeah. We just got this new thing. So we uh, we have our benefits at uh, CBS Radio from CVS. They have, they have their own benefit plan. Okay. And then they have a thing that they just sent around that you can sign up for. It, it's, uh, it's free to sign up for. I don't know what it costs per session, but you can see a doctor through your mobile device camera. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like I would set up like a a sort of FaceTime or a Skype session with an actual doctor face-to-face. That's pretty cool. And they can prescribe you medication from that interaction. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would try that. (laughs) I mean, imagine being on the the doctor's end. Those calls coming in have just got to be like chaos. Just complete you know every shot's you know your anus or your penis yeah <laughs> like someone's sitting in their own poop just right. like uh, uh, very ill this looks a little bloody yeah. uh, <laughs> so disgusting um what was i gonna say oh calling out of when you call out of work yeah. sick do you ever i've never done that yeah yeah this has been many years not okay. since i've worked really in in radio i have not called out sick right because some places they make you after a few days you need to have a doctor's note right for being out you know so that that sucks yeah you know? i work in one of those places where it's really looked down upon if you call out sick and yet if you show up at work sick everyone's pissed at you that it, you're it's gonna a no get win the, situation. it's a no-win situation right. you're right Why? all you can do is fake an allergy oh this is definitely an allergy yeah, that's, that's a good point <laughs> that's what i think i have allergies yeah yeah but i think you have to stay home if you have a fever okay right because that's yes. You don't want to spread that around. Or pink eye. Definitely pink eye. I would call out with pink eye. Yeah. Or if I was told I have strep throat. Okay, yeah, definitely. That feels like something you could spread around. Right. 
especially like in the radio business where people are talking for a living. Yeah, at least you can hide those things. But like pink eye, that's <laughs> you see somebody with pink eye, you're like, what are you doing here? You know, right? It's, yeah. And you have you called out sick? Now I know there was a time. I don't know if this still happens where you would get cold sores. Yes. And that's a that's a I think that's a call out sick situation. Yeah, that's that's a embarrassing situation. Yeah, yeah. that's like pink eye to me, where it's like if it's on your face. <laughs> Right? Or like a bad pimple. <laughs> yeah. If it's on your face and looking terrible, that's a call out of situation. Right. Yeah. But I always just think like, if I'm calling out of work today, is this really going to be better tomorrow? True. Or am I have to going to be in a multiple call out situation? Yeah. You, you set that up when you originally call out. Like, I'm not sure how long this is going to last. Right. I don't yeah. feel great. Definitely not making it today. Right. I'll let you know later on about tomorrow. I'm probably not going to make it in tomorrow as well. I can text my boss when I'm going to be out sick. You can? Yeah, that's oh, great. that's nice. Yeah. We set that up ahead of time. I don't know if that's, you know. Yeah, I probably would do an thing. email. Okay. You used to have to call yeah. and do the fake voice, right. the sick, uh, or if you would leave a message, because you would, the best would be like if you woke up at 6 a.m. and clearly the boss isn't in the office yet and you call out sick to his voicemail. Well, now you could, everybody's got a cell phone. So it's like, <laughs> That's true. You have to wake up at like 4.30 in the morning. Right. I've been up all night. I, <laughs> I have not uh, gone to sleep. I've been, it's coming out of both ends. Right, People right. always do that. And yeah. they think nobody wants you at work if you're vomiting and have diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, I know I don't. <laughs> <clears throat> So how about like when you're at work and you have a cold? Yes. Like, and you're sniffling a lot. Like what, you know, you go to the bathroom, you blow your nose, then you come back to your chair and you're ready, you're back to sniffling. Yes. So it's like, what could you do besides take drugs? And Yeah, I don't know. That, the other thing with sniffling and coughing. Right. Like I would have that where I'd get the coughs. And that's a tough thing because everyone's looking at you. Like, yeah, what yeah, are you, you feel doing? embarrassed. And- yeah, they don't, no one wants to touch the door handles that you use right. or anything like that. Cause you're sniffling, wiping your nose, coughing into it. I've seen quite a few people shove tissues up their nose at work. Yeah. That I don't go for. That's I've seen disgusting, that. right? Yeah. That's yeah. disgusting. I don't even like someone blowing their nose at their desk. Me, t- me neither. Like you're right. Do it in the bathroom. And then you leave the, the dirty tissue in the garbage can. Right. Like that is wafting. That germ is wafting everywhere. Right? Yeah. The guy, guy sitting next to him in my office, Bobby. We yeah. have what a, what is maybe a nine inch tall garbage can. Okay, it's really small. It's between he and I. Yeah. He, early in the morning, he blows his nose into it and throws it right there. I think the same thing. I'm like, those germs <laughs> are wafting up from that ball of tissue, going snot, into the air, going into the air and breathing it in. Yeah. Whatever he has. Yes. I have it. <laughs> now, when you get to the the doctor's office, yes, you always have to fill out a form, right? Um, at least initially. Yeah. I feel like now a lot of things are computerized where you don't, you're not constantly filling out the forms unless you haven't been there in like a year or two right, years. Right. Then they'll go, uh, oh, they all, they'll check. Or do you still have, you know, United Healthcare Insurance? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Then you're good. Now it's those pads, you know, it's almost like an iPad where you- Oh, is that right? Yeah. You can, I've not had that. But yeah. I think there, that electric pad is linked up to like a lot of different offices. So sometimes I'll go to a new office- hit that thing, put my info in there, mm-hmm. and it'll come up like... Now, what if I went to an office and I put your info in there? Would I see your info? You, I think you would need like my social. Right. Yeah. Your address. I don't think you have my social. What is your social, by the way? 
I'd love to take a look right. at your records. But those forms, they always ask you for your family history. Yeah. And I'm like, I think, you know, like, I don't really know right. what all my parents, you know, right. things and my mm-hmm. grandparents. Do you? Uh, no, I mean, I, I only know the bad ones. I right. know, like, the cancers. Right. And I'm like, I know if I check this box... They're gonna. It's gonna raise a red flag. <laughs> it's gonna raise a red flag, and I don't want to do the things that the red that the red flag is gonna raise. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm like, uh, you know, my dad had prostate cancer. Right. Uh, he he survived it, or whatever you say it. But when I have to check that off, I'm like, I know this guy's gonna want to give me a prostate exam. Okay. I know he is. Just because <laughs> well, I have to know it. that. Though. I guess, yeah. <clears throat> But there's like a lot of things on there that I can't remember or just not sure about. Will you check off anxiety? No. I do. I check that do one. Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> like anxious. Are you an anxious? Are you, do you have anxiety? General. Hmm. <laughs> it's like a general malaise box. <laughs> do you have general malaise? I would check. not check that out. You would no. not? No. Hmm. I do sometimes check. Sometimes I feel like I should check something. When it's, it's going through all these things, do you have yeah, I know. When, angina, when I, heart disease? I'm like, no, 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 no. I guess I'll check anxiety. Yeah, you're right, because I tend to skip most things. Like, yeah. this guy must be completely healthy. Meanwhile, I'm <laughs> right. sitting there. <laughs> and I want him to pro- I want to prove to him, I did read all of these. Right. <laughs> I've checked off the anxiety box. Oh, it says here you're anxious. Oh, <laughs> well, we'll have to look into that. Um, they also ask, when was your last tetanus shot? Do you know? No, I don't. Do they still ask that? They do. Seriously? Yes. Like, I go to the doctor today, and I'm filling out new forms. They'll ask me for a tetanus shot? I'm, I'm, and this is how bad my memory is. I'm pretty sure the last time I got a physical a year ago, they asked me about that. I was, I don't, I have no clue. Yeah, I would say kindergarten, probably. Well, I'm pretty sure they gave me one that day. Oh, they did? Yeah. So they said it's good to have it. You in know? the butt? No, it was in the muscle of the arm. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah. That's a little better. Yeah. You have to pull your pants down. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It's Al's Boring Podcast. So, um, what was I going to say? Oh, in the waiting room. You know, when you're in the waiting room, it, that whole thing is littered with people that are sick, right? Yes. Coughing littered with and- people that are sick, coughing, children touching things. Right. You know, uh, the magazines I will not touch in a you doctor's don't, no, office. Okay. Not in a doctor's office. And now, you know what? I, it used to be, if you would go in a doctor's office, you didn't want to touch the magazines because they were filled with germs. Mm-hmm. But you had nothing to else do. to yeah. do. Well, they'll okay. have like a TV channel on. Right. It's like guiding light is on. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's either guiding light or... When it's like, like a Jerry Springer or Maury type show, <laughs> when it's all like uh, pimps and hoes, and it's like you're sitting in there with grandmothers. Oh, I'd feel uncomfortable. Yeah, it's yeah. very uncomfortable. But now that we have our phones with us, I feel like you don't need to touch the magazines. But I see a lot of the offices, like the urgent care place, and are saying, you know, please turn off your cell phones. It messes with our equipment. Really? Yeah. Is that possible? No. Like I will shut the the ringer off. I'm very conscious of that. Right. Like, I, I know to shut the ringer off. But I'm looking. There's no way it's setting off that. Like it's not an X-ray machine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, there's a guy outside checking his Twitter, <laughs> and it's screwing with your X-ray. Um, so, yeah, I had a lot of people on, on Twitter complaining about the waiting in the waiting room. Right, right. You know, or 
sometimes, like you said, when you go to the front desk, sometimes they'll ask you why you're here. Mm-hmm. Although you had to fill out a thing. Yeah. And so you, you're using a pen that, you know, patient zero just used right before <laughs> you, you know? Yeah. So you have to write down fever right. or whatever. That's what I always say, like, feel sick. Feel sick, right. Yeah. Not feeling well. Right. And then you'll be more specific once you go into the next room. Right. Where the girl comes in. She'll right. take your temperature and then... Yeah, which I don't like because when I'm... W- just that walk from the from the waiting room to the exam room, I guess they call it, mm-hmm. and then they check your blood pressure, right. I'm like, I'm kind of a little nervous and right. I just walked in. I it's just wrote down off. I'm anxious. Right. It's definitely <laughs> going to be off. It's going to be a little high. Don't count that as, right, right. as a bad thing. Yeah. Or then they'll go like, do, do you know how much you weigh? They'll well, sometimes ask me for their right. I was like, well, let's try it. Right, weigh me. Yeah. That's going to take four seconds. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Plus, what if I'm somebody who's embarrassed about my weight and I underweigh myself? Maybe that's going to determine what disease right, I have. Right. Or yeah. What like, signs to look for. Yeah. Or the dosage of your medicine that they're going to give you. Right. Well, you weigh 104 pounds. So, <laughs> <laughs> says here. That and the other weird <laughs> thing about being in that exam room um, where you're just sitting on that uncomfortable kind of the well the bed sort of in there is comfortable but it has that one piece of paper running down the center and no matter what doctor's office you're at on the counter is always lube is that right yeah i see lube all the time and it's like used tube like where you know how like when your toothpaste is near the end you have it curled up yeah you know to squeeze (laughs) the last part out there's lube there's the gloves and there's tissues. Okay. And the tongue depressor. Thing. Okay. That I don't like to see. Cause I'm like, I, this doctor does check stuff with lube. <laughs> well, it's good he's using lube though. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, saying it's going in dry. <laughs> <laughs> there is like it's used so often; it's standard right, to just right. keep in the room. Yeah, he should maybe keep that in his pocket, maybe or something. Yeah, or in yeah. one of the drawers. <laughs> you know, take right. that out. Right. Well, I was gonna say, I was gonna ask you this. If your appointment is at one o'clock, yes, and you show up at twelve fifty nine, right? Yes, there's someone there who has a one fifteen appointment, but they got there twelve forty five. Who goes first? I say you go by appointment time. If you're there, okay, so you can get there right on time. Right on time. Oh, that's cool. Okay, I'm somebody who arrives early everywhere, mm-hmm. so I would not push it like that. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't expect. In fact, I'd be pissed if I showed up at 12.59 and someone who has a one thirty appointment that was there an hour early got in before me. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. It's, and when you're sitting around, after a while, you're like, you start like, wait, I was here before that lady, yeah. wasn't I? Yeah. Like, what time was your appointment? Right. <laughs> then you go to the like nurse asking, like, I think I was here before that lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they're here for general malaise. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. You have a penis injury, so <laughs> we have you in different orders. And how about when you get to the exam room and you have like, you know, somewhat attractive nurse. Yes. And you have to take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're sick. You have bronchitis and you're sucking in your gut. Right. You know? <laughs> right. And that harsh fluorescent lighting in those rooms. Right, yeah. You do not look good in that. Like, oh, I didn't body groom here. Yeah. yeah. Right, I look over, I got hair on my shoulders. <laughs> Scraggly chest hairs, nipple hairs. Uh, now, do you go for a yearly physical? I was going for a yearly physical. Okay. Uh, and I was doing a pretty good job of it where I would go to get the blood work done first. And then when the blood work results were in, that's when you would come in okay, go over yeah, the yeah. blood work yeah. and you get the physical. But honestly, the reason why I haven't is the last time I was there, they said, oh, we're going to have to start doing a prostate 
check every time you come oh, for your wow. physical. Okay. Yeah, that would deter me. Too. It's a deterrent. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do that. And I feel like they sh- that should be something that has been uh, updated as far as how we find out if you have prostate cancer. Right. Rather than a finger in the butt. They do that blood test. Okay. Now, if you don't have any history, like I said, I have history. My father had, mm-hmm. had it. So I'm, I'm a marked man. I'm getting the prostate check every yearly physical at this okay. point for my age and family history. But normally they would do the PSA test, I think it's called. All right. It's a blood test. And if those numbers are elevated in this PSA test, then they would check with what they call the digital exam. Digital meaning the finger. Digit. Digit. They yeah. would Then they would check it. But now, like, I'm <clears throat> getting that every time. So I honestly have been putting it off because of that. That's a good good point. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and the last time I actually <clears throat> was being a penis hypochondriac, I had, like, a cramp in my penis. And I went to the... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. I went to the urologist. Okay. And he said, listen, I'm going to have to check the prostate. I'm going to have to start charging you. <laughs> you again, Mr. Dukes. Right. No, but they he made me, he said, listen, I'm going to have to give you a, a prostate check to make sure. Okay. Now, I kind of was happy that I wasn't prepped for that. Like, I didn't know, or I would have been thinking about that nonstop. Right. And it actually was not as terrible as I thought it was going to be. Okay. It was not terrible. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I just feel like like that is just... I, I, it, so I shouldn't really be that um, deterred from going because of that because it really wasn't a horrendous experience. Yeah, yeah. But I have been putting that off. Yeah, I have. When, what age do you have to get that done? I think 50. Okay. Because I have yet to have that yeah, done. Yeah, ever. No. Hmm. Not even you've now you've gone uh, both you and I have uh, <laughs> just reveal all this. <laughs> yeah well this is many years ago we both lived in Florida right and I had one time where I had a testicle pain right and I went into a doctor who told me I had epididymitis mm-hmm. which I I don't even really remember what that was but I know like my testicle hurt yes and he checked me for a for a thing where it was like he stuck it. He stuck his finger in your butt, right? He stuck his finger in my butt, and he re- literally did a reach around and pulled down like on my testicles to test oh something. My God. <laughs> that, I really felt violated. I remember, I remember this. Yeah, because you called me on the phone. Yeah, and left a uh, phone uh, message on my voicemail yeah. saying, and you sounded like you just got <laughs> like you're Jody Foster. And yeah, <laughs> yes, that's what I it was. It was I felt violated yeah. for sure. And like it was not a nice experience. And I kind of remember him saying the reason why you had epididymitis was because you weren't clearing enough he said sperm I, out. He said I was not masturbating correctly. Okay. <laughs> and he used an analogy of saying, you know how a ketchup bottle, you have to hit the, the bottom of the bottle yeah. to get all the ketchup out. He said when you're masturbating, you're not getting all the sperm out. <laughs> so it's sitting in your testicles right? and I guess getting infected. Okay. A couple of years later, I had a similar problem where my ball hurt. Yeah. I went to a different doctor, a woman doctor. She, she found that insane that that doctor would say that really? as a reason for it. Okay. So I've not had that. Strangely, I've not had that. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> that injury in many, many years. Yeah. I, now, I had epididymitis as well. Yeah. Yeah. And if you remember, I went to my doctor who looked like, I've, no one has any idea what this is, he looked like Pete the Sports Geek. Okay. Which is a... <laughs> is a bigger fella? Yeah, Florida radio 
right. personality. <laughs> yeah. I just remember him. Just, and I'm like, this is so disgusting yeah. talking to this guy about this. You know, yeah. it's all greasy. Right. You want a, a buttoned up. Uh, Professional. Ivy League. Yes. Doctor. <laughs> right. That was not this guy. <laughs> that was no way. Yeah. This guy probably went to a, like a party school. Now, one of the other things that's interesting. Now, I remember, if I may, years ago, again, in Florida. I don't know what you were getting a physical, I think, down there. Mm-hmm. And they had a, you asked for, or they gave you a VD test. Yeah. Now, describe what that was back then. It was the the late 90s, right? <laughs> I the, guess so. It was late 90s, I think. No, it could have been in 2000s. Because okay. I thought that was just normal that you, one of the options was to get tested for STDs. Like, why wouldn't I want to know I'm clean? Right. Yeah, so exactly. Do yeah. it. But they, but they, they did it. What did they do to test you? They stuck a giant Q-tip in my penis hole. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's not just that. They move it around. Right. They were trying to get like a sample on yeah. the Q-tip. Oh, my God. Now, I will tell you this. Yes. <clears throat> uh, a couple years ago where I had a, a cramp in my penis mm-hmm. and I went to the doctor, um, he, he said, I'm going to, I'll do a, a VD test just to make sure. Yeah. And he said, uh, just pee in this cup. And I was like, oh, I go, that's all I have to do? He goes, yeah. He goes, nowadays, he goes, oh, no, they don't do that swab anymore. Right. They can do it all from peeing in a cup. That's what I was going to ask you. <laughs> if if that blood test and the pee test is as accurate as the swab? The swab. I, I don't know. I think uh, it seems, it's, th- this doctor I go to seems to use that okay. urine test, which is because I've only tremendous. had that once. And the swab? Any other time where I've gotten, you know, tested, it's been blood work or urine test. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is a good feeling, like, when you go for a VD test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not a guy who was married in his early 20s, and you dated, and, you know, it's been a number of years, and you're not married, you get a clean bill. Of, it's a sense of relief. It is right? a sense of relief, yeah. and you have to get this clean bill. Right. You know, a similar way when you get your blood work done and you go, oh, okay, look at this cholesterol. Yeah, it's not, not bad. It's not, it's not very high. <laughs> look at me. Yeah. <laughs> now, I have, uh, every time I go now, I also get my testosterone tested. Yeah. Because we had this w- whack doctor come into the radio show to test our testosterone. Right. I remember you saying this. Yeah. yeah. We were all like in the toilet, just like the worst, <laughs> like you're barely men, you're okay. mostly women. Right. So I was like, I'm going to, but again, I got like this weird... He didn't see. He was not an Ivy League dog. Yeah, I remember you saying he left it on the coffee maker. The- oh yeah, I overheard him saying like, "Whose blood is this?" Oh or, my no, god! Yeah, whose blood is this? And I was like, "All right, I'm out." Already yeah, for yeah, this yeah, guy. yeah. <laughs> so now I get that done. But there's certain tests like when you go to the doctors where they like time of day, uh, fasting right, or non-fasting. Yeah, or so yeah. many different things that right, right. affect that sort of thing. Yeah, I was gonna say getting uh, testicle cancer. I've gotten that checked many times. That where they just. Uh, Touch your balls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To but, look for lumps? Yeah, there was one time where I, I remember reading an article about, you know, guys in their 20s having it yeah. a lot. And so I was, like, convinced I had a lump. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> so I had the doctor check it. And I remember him, he's getting, you know, it was completely so close to me. And he had Obsession Cologne on. <laughs> <laughs> it was overwhelming. Yeah. And I had Obsession at home as a... You know, my own One of your choices, I'd yeah. never use it again because it just, <laughs> every time I smelt it, it was like bringing back that memory of that guy. Yeah, that's a weird thing too. Like, well, they'll check you for a hernia where right. they do that thing where they, I don't know what they're doing. Are they pushing in and making you cough to see if uh, the hernia pops, pops out? out? Yeah, that's what I would assume. Yeah, yeah, that is. Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't like that because, you know, when you go into the doctor's office and pull your pants down, everything shrinks in fear. Right, yeah. You no, know? I don't really worry about that. That's... Yeah, I don't worry about it much anymore. Right. But it still does. Right. And... I had a, I've had a female doctor. The, the doctor really? that did the Q-tip was a female doctor. Oh. Yeah. And I guess that didn't bother me. I don't know. Yeah. The female doctor versus regular doctor? A male doctor. Male doctor, yeah. yeah. Regular. <laughs> wow. That's very sexist yeah. of me. Why am I going regular? <laughs> like a real doctor, you mean? <laughs> oh, so funny. Well, well. Now, colonoscopy. Now, you've had that? I've had that. Yeah. Also family history, so I have to get it done early. Wait, now, what age are you supposed to get that done? I think probably uh, 45 and up. Okay, so I'm coming up on that. Yeah, I think every maybe three to five years, okay. depending on what. Maybe every five years if you have no history. Okay. <clears throat> three years if you have a family history. But that, I will tell you, is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. See, like, I th- people worry would, about that. I would think that's worse than the prostate exam. No. No? Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, the prep is terrible because you're drinking right. this disgusting fluid and right. you're just pooping all night. Right. But the actual uh, procedure you're knocked out for... You know, they put you under this uh, anesthesia, and boy, when you come to afterwards, it's if you feel like you had the greatest sleep of your life. You really <laughs> I you do. Say greatest sex of your life. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really like relaxing. Really? Yeah, that's the stuff Michael Jackson was. On. Yeah, and I definitely could understand why he got addicted to that <laughs> for sure. I mean, it was relaxing. Okay soothing you're like ah oh, this is the greatest your, your doctor's is conrad murray you're going to him. who is that now he was the guy that was michael jackson's doctor oh yeah. no it was no. i did not go to conrad murray <laughs> so how about when you go to a doctor and you have you feel like you have the flu or something and they don't give you an antibiotic <laughs> or you know like a z-pack or whatever right so you're like what i just wasted right however much this cost you know, 25 bucks if it's a doctor visit or whatever, you know? Right, and if you missed work for it or... Right, like, I just blew it. One out of you, <laughs> right. <laughs> you want something. You want to walk out of there with right. something. Just take some use and extra plenty of fluids. Yeah. I could have told you that. I could have <laughs> gone away with an MD for that. Right. Right? Well, that's why I feel like I don't go to the doctor for those reasons. Right, but you... Let's just say you had an event coming up or something where you're worried, like, I want to get better by that point. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what is a Z-Pack? That's like steroids type of thing, right? For no, your... I thought that was just like a five-day antibiotic. Oh, okay. Thing. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there's something like that the radio guys go for, and I think singers as well, people who are using their voice. Yeah. Like Boomer would have to do it, Craig, a couple times a year when they're uh, so sick that they have no voice. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this like steroid pack where it's steroids that you take uh, in pill form. Okay. And it, it opens up your vocal cords. So they're able to still so work. So they're able and... to work, yeah. Okay. But it's a, it's like one of those five-day situations. Okay. Now, when you're when you're peeing in a cup to give a sample, mm. I always worry about, wonder about this. Some of them say that your, how do I put this? The first part, the first pee that comes out. Yeah is not indicative of the pee that's in your bladder. Is that right? So sometimes they want you to go a little bit, pee a, a little mm-hmm. bit, mm-hmm. and then go, but, 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 but then sometimes they'll tell you, you have to fill that up all the way to the top, the urine cup. Right. You know, and I'm always worried about what if I don't have that much urine? Yeah, I or never. if I overflow? I've always just gone. Right into the thing? Yeah. And then do you do you go to a places where you, 
Some places have it where you put it in the wall. Right. Like the wall has like a drawer. No, I hand it to you somebody. Hand, oh, that's the worst. Here you go. Here's my hot pee. <laughs> <laughs> here's my hot urine in a in a in a plastic cup. Enjoy. And you know people are peeing all over those things. Probably. Well, right? I Old assume people. that the woman she's used to on. that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I always imagine like first of all, I don't know how women pee into that. Oh yeah, I've no clue about like, that. Like how do you line up the hole? Do they have like a different capture? No, I think it's the same capture. I think it's just that cup. Yeah, it's yeah, nice. I really I don't know how they're doing it. And so by the time you do the urine, you're you fasted, right? So yes. what do you have in your body? Nothing, right? No, I think the urine is one of those things where no matter what you do when you go to the doctors, whatever you're there for, they'll they'll have you pee in a cup just to test things out. Okay. The fasting I think is for the blood. When you do blood work. Oh, okay, work, I got you. And they like you fasted for that. Okay. So, okay, how about this? Do you think being a doctor is a good job? Hmm. Um, I don't know that I would want to do it. Right. I don't I don't know. I also don't know, like, how they how they choose their specialties. Right. Right? Like, we talked about the urologist. Yes. The, uh, the, the butt doctors. Right. Whose names I can't even think Proc- of right now. Proctologists. Proctologists. Yeah. Podiatrist, the foot doctor. Right, but that seems manageable. You're only working on the foot. I don't like that. I wouldn't. You wouldn't want to be in the foot, the toenails and everything. (laughs) (laughs) And the bunions and things. Just give them some jubila. (laughs) What is jubila? It's a product that nail fungus or something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's weird to me. Yeah, like, and we were talking like a gynecologist. Right. Like, always guys always say, oh, Bush, I was a gynecologist, right. right? Yeah. But meanwhile, the the vaginas you're looking at are gross. Oh, <laughs> so gross. 99%. 99% of a doctor's, uh, a gynecologist vaginas that he's looking at yeah. are gross and probably things are coming out of them, right. which is why they're there. Right. Now, do you think that 1%, you know, tops everything? Like having one good vagina? Yeah. I think the opposite. If I had 99% hot model vagina right. and one disgusting one, I'd be thrown off. <laughs> oh, <so> <laughs> <laughs> I would really be thrown off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't know what's going on right, down there. Right, That is a mystery down there. That Those doctors must see everything. Right. Right? Now, do you think those those doctors are good in bed because they know- They know the vagina? Yeah. Inside and out. Uh, I, don't think, <laughs> I don't know. You're right. Do you think they want to see vaginas when they get home? That's a good question. Like they're like, listen, I've seen this before. Been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> I was knee deep in vagina all day long. I have no interest now right. tonight. Yeah. No, it must suck. Like if you're a doctor and you're at a movie relaxing. Yes. And somebody passes out and you hear, is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> You'd be like, Fsk. I just want to relax. Right. Yeah. I'm not working here. <laughs> I'm off the clock. Now, if you were a foot doctor, would you accept that? Is there a doctor in the house? Would you be like, I am a doctor? Well, what kind of doctor? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I'm an MD. <laughs> well, I guess if they're an MD, I don't know. What about a chiropractor? That's not a doctor. That's right? not a doctor. You agree or not? I agree with that. <laughs> what if he was a chiropractor from a Ivy League medical school? They probably have some knowledge, right? They go to like the equivalent of like, you know, like in high school when you had no ambitions for college and yeah. they're like, the Satone Institute is interested in you. <laughs> That's what I feel like chiropractors are like. There's or, just like institutes. Or like an online school. Yeah. yeah. Not even Phoenix University. It's like some <laughs> like... Some chiropractic school. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. That can't work. 
Yeah, I would never go to a. And airport. what type of insurance must those doctors carry? You're cracking people's necks. <laughs> you know that. Right. You, uh, obviously, you have to screw up at some point when you're learning. Right. So you're hurting someone's neck along yeah, yeah, the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a relative. Right. <laughs> Let me crack your neck real quick. You'll feel better. Trust me on this. Yeah. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It's Al's Boring Podcast. With Al Now, how about like there's a sign in the when you get to the examining room at a doctor's office? Yeah, and it says the pain scale one through ten. Do you ever see yeah, that? Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, and everybody always goes six. Right, <laughs> right. It's more than average, or I wouldn't be here. Right, but I'm not gonna pretend I'm like I'd be in the or ER if I was at a ten. Right, exactly. Yeah, I guess you would say that at ER too because you don't want to say too low. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Have you been to an ER? Um, I have been to the ER. Yeah. A couple of different times. Yeah, it's been a while for me. Yeah. I went uh, last year, actually. Really? Yeah, when when a Boomer smashed me into the wall, we were playing a, a, a hilarious game in the elevator. It sounds hilarious. Yeah, where everyone just smashed into each other in okay. the elevator, and he's like twice my weight. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he pushed me shoulder to shoulder- and then into the side of the elevator. And in my chest, I heard a pop. Oh, my God. It went like this. And I had immediate pain. <laughs> you brock him. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to the ER when I got home. Right. And the doctor said, like, cartilage popped out and popped back in in the, wow. in the pop. But that, that trauma to it is what caused the pain. Okay. So I have been to the emergency room for that reason. That's crazy. In yeah. New York City? or you No, went? I waited until I got home. Okay. I had no, I mean, New York City. I mean, I picture people with hatchet wounds in there. <laughs> They're going to look at me and go like, oh. You have a 12-hour wait, sir? <laughs> you always hear that, though, about the emergency rooms. When people go, it's like, oh, we were there until 5 o'clock in the morning. Right. That's. I mean, unless you are really mm-hmm. bleeding out. Yeah, you want to avoid that. If you yeah, think, you yeah. want to avoid that. I would yeah. think you go to urgent care if you. Yes, I think you're first right. First before that, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. But this was like, I felt like this was in the middle of the day on like a Tuesday. You're probably pretty I was like, I could go to the ER. Did you think about calling a lawyer? (laughs) To Sue Boomer? Yeah. I didn't. That's a good idea, though. (laughs) I wonder if it's too late. Yeah. It's been a year. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't think it's been a full year yet. Uh, Let's see. How about, uh, could you pull the plug on somebody? Hmm. When did they ask me to pull the plug? Maybe before the accident or before they went to a coma. Like, like if, you, like if before you leave here tonight, you go. By the way, if I'm ever on the thing, pull the plug. <laughs> I don't think I could. Right. Yeah, it's, I think you open yourself up to litigation. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, he told me it's on the air. Right. <laughs> I did it on a pod. He said it on a podcast right. that what? I was. My to, parents were like, "What are you talking?" That about? I was to pull the plug. <laughs> did you? Are you an organ donor? I'm not. No. You're not. Why is that? I. Don't think about it. Didn't think about it, yeah. I used to have a theory. I am an organ donor now. Okay. I used to have a theory. Yeah. I don't anymore. My theory was that people like you wear glasses. Mm-hmm. My theory was that in a past life, you donated your eyes. So then when you came back, when the, whoever was like created you, yeah. you, were like, you gave your eyes away. <laughs> you don't have them. So you have bad eyesight. <laughs> you, I got some eyes lying right. around. <laughs> right. But they're not great. <laughs> right. You know? 
So I felt you like... You gave your good eyes away. Yeah, you. someone else has them. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Okay. So that used to be my theory. Okay. I don't hold that theory anymore. It, now, I don't even know where you... You marked it on your driver's license? You mark it on your driver's license, but you're also supposed to tell somebody that can verify it okay. for you. So, like, when I did it, I told my parents. Okay. So that if they got called... Then you hear people go, oh, you can't be an organ donor. If you're in a car accident, they'll let you die so they could take your organs. That's not true. Oh, is that right? I yeah. never heard I've that. I've heard that. Okay. That was another urban legend. Because you're more valuable <laughs> yes. in pieces than but you there's are. no chance that's true. Really? No way. If I'm in a car accident, they're like, let this guy die. We'll take his skin, his <laughs> eyes, his heart, his liver, his lungs. We'll just take them apart. His terrible eyes. Now, do you think if you are an organ donor, like let's say I donated my heart. Right. Am I kind of living in that person's body? Yeah, we, I would think so. Me too. You live on. Yeah. Yeah, like it gives me more time on earth, I think. Well, what if you're the person you donated the heart to was like a murderer or something like that? Hmm. Could I, so, hmm, would I be able to change their mind being that I am their heart? <laughs> I doubt it. No. You don't. But you would be, you would allow that person to live on and kill Right. <laughs> You're not be like, I'd be the heart right. watching him murder people. Right. Like, what is this guy doing? Right. <laughs> How do I stop pumping so I can kill him? <laughs> now, as a doctor, if you were a doctor. If I was, you, yeah. Yeah. Would you be good at giving people bad news? Oh, no. Oh, that's got to be the worst part of the I job. Mean, this, I'd, be, I'd be like, uh, I'm going to say, what's an email I could reach you at? <laughs> Here, I have some information for you in an envelope, but don't open it until you get outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you when you get home, <laughs> any questions? Call me later. And I just dodge those calls. Right. Yeah. No, the caller ID. Yeah. Oh, this is a guy. I just gave bad news to <laughs> the nurse. Just tell the nurse do it. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would be terrible at that. Right. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I'd be like, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but go see a specialist. I'd put, put <laughs> I'd put it on the specialist. Right. If I clearly saw a disease, I'd, be like, mm. I'd go to a heart specialist. I don't know. You might be more valuable as an organ donor. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've heard that they uh, uh, that there's a superbug now. A superbug. Yeah, a virus that's you know resistant to antibiotics. Really, <clears throat> that's scary, right? That is scary. Well, they say people take too many antibiotics. That's right. Yeah. Right. So that's why a lot of times when you go to the doctor, they don't prescribe it to you. Right. You know, you're pissed about it, but I mean, they're, they're looking saving out for your you benefit. Yeah. From the super virus. Right. But if that super virus is not affected by any antibiotic, right? Even though you didn't get the antibiotic, you're still screwed. Right. That's no matter true. what you take is right. Not going to kill it. The thing. super virus will get you. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. It's scary, right? That is scary. Yeah. I don't want a super virus. <laughs> How about vac- vaccinate, uh, vac- vaccinations? Yeah, for children. Like, yeah, that's a good question. That's a big topic, right? Yeah, I don't think vaccinations cause problems. Yeah. But if it came down to my kid, what I get? I don't know. Right. I'm sure I'd be researching that to death online. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I would drive myself insane. Right, right. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know. I don't see like Jenny McCarthy is big into that. She's against it. Very much, yeah, like her kid's yeah. autistic from right. her, so she thinks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure about that one. That'd be one that I'd be driving myself crazy with online, mm-hmm. for sure. How about a fat doctor giving you health advice? Nope, I do not like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. That I went once to a uh, 
My doctor sent me to a nutritionist. Fat. Oh, my God. Fat woman. Really? Nutritionist. Telling me what to eat. I'm like, <laughs> who are you? you? What are you doing? <laughs> who the hell are you? Right. Yeah, what are you doing exactly? So you didn't follow her advice? I, well, I felt like she gave me good advice because it right. made sense, but I just felt like she wasn't following the advice. Right, right. Perhaps. Hmm. Okay. But I would not. I'm, I'm not a big fan of that. Like, I like a nice in-shape doctor. Yeah. Who I feel like he's he or she is taking care of their bodies. Uh, okay, how about like catching a cold, right? Right. I find that when I'm around kids is when I get the cold the most, right? right? So it's like... Yes. Well, everyone who's at work who's sick, it's always their kids. Right. Yeah, so, they carry crazy germs. <laughs> the kids do? Right. Because yeah. they don't know how to properly wipe their nose. Wash their hands. Yeah, they're like constantly touching everything. Right. And they're always wet, like their hands are wet, their faces wet. Yeah. And it, my girl's a teacher, so yeah. uh, she's coming home with germs. Teachers always. Right. You know, I always like say how easy it is to be a teacher because you only work in part of the year, mm. but you're always around sick kids. Right. That's disgusting. Yeah. And it, you know, it's like, and your girlfriend's like, oh, you know, give me a kiss. And you're like, yeah. oh. You were around kids all day. <laughs> you got a cold. <laughs> I don't know. Now, uh, uh, Greg, who works at the CBS Sports Network and is an avid podcast listener, okay, brought this up to me, and I and I agree with him. So let's take an eye doctor for example. Mm-hmm. The eye doctor at I'm going to just say, and I go to Lens Crafters. <laughs> this is on my. This is one of my questions. Yeah, like I yeah. go to Lens Crafters. Yeah, that's where I go to get my eye exams. Okay, but do you sometimes feel like those eye doctors are not? The best, because if they were the best, they would have their own practice. Practice. Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. Yeah. But I also feel like, how am I randomly picking an eye doctor with his own office? Right. Yeah, you need like a family referral or yeah. a, f- a friend referral saying, oh, my eye doctor's good yeah. or whatever. But it's hard to get an appointment with those people. With lens crafters? No, with oh. like a private practice. Private, yeah. yeah I you're right. Yeah, lens crafter, they're like, what time can you come in? <laughs> <laughs> and we're in the mall. This is the doctor answering the phone. You come right in. Yeah. I go to the one that's in the mall. Like, I have to cut through Bloomingdale's to get to my eye doctor. Well, how about this? I go, I go to Costco for my eye doctor. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> no, she's a good doctor, I think. And she works at Costco? That's right. <laughs> I needed, I had something in my eye and I couldn't get an appointment. So I went to this person. She got it right out. She was like, Really? Yeah. So I've been going to her since. Yeah. Yeah. To Costco. That's right. You, you get your 19 pieces of salmon, <laughs> eyes checked. I can get a tire there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Greg also says that about like a, 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 a vet for your dog. Right. You know, the ones that work at PetSmart. Yeah. Like, mm, shouldn't you have your own practice? Right. You know? Their own building. Yeah. Yeah. It is true, but I, like I said, I do go to actual lens crafters. Right, right, right. But she, and it, so you go to an eye doctor and they always yeah. give you like, what looks clearer, one or two? Yeah. One, two, right. one, two. <laughs> I see no difference. Just, I think two a little bit. Right. Yeah. Show me one again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about a psychiatrist right now i would probably go to a psychiatrist now that the, a psychiatrist can uh, prescribe medication i'm just therapist a psychologist Psych- cannot <laughs> so i've heard <laughs> well i would say i would go to one if right. they were like the psychiatrist like robin williams at goodwill hunting 
Okay. He seemed like a great person to talk <laughs> right. to, right? Right. Or like, remember Judd Hirsch in Ordinary People? Yes. Yeah, like, those are, I mean, but people that I know that have gone to a therapist, right. they're all like, leave you open-ended, like. Right. They don't tell you anything. They don't give you any advice. Right. They just like, well, we, well, what do you think you should do? You know, and again, like, how are you finding one out yeah, of I a million no of them? Yeah. It's not something you can like ask people. Do you go to a therapist? <laughs> Do you think he or she would take me in? Right, right. Here are my problems. Right. <laughs> Does your therapist specialize in these things? Right. How about a dentist? Um, what about dentists? Oh, I don't know. I'm just going to bring up the topic of dentists. I do wonder, like my brother-in-law's a dentist. Okay. And I, I'm not sure I ever asked him, how did he decide to do that? Was his dad a dentist? No. No? Okay. I don't think anyone in the family was mm. a dentist. Okay. Just decided I'm going to do dent, dent, dentistry. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm not a big fan of going to the dentist. Mm-hmm. Boom, Boomer brought this up today. The fact that the drill still makes that same sound. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't that, in this day and age, be a silent, <laughs> you know? Or emit music. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there's some type of soothing sound. Who let the dogs out <laughs> since you're getting drilled? <laughs> yeah, otherwise, it's just some, it's a bad noise which makes you crazy now i i don't floss why i just it's hard i hate doing it yeah yeah i'll I'll floss a few days out from the appointment (laughs) just so like you know and then frantically that day yeah but i i tell them straight up that listen i don't floss i'm not going to floss right you know why would you not floss i just don't like doing it here's why i do (laughs) floss because when i've read about bad breath yeah which I get locked in on for some reason, mm-hmm. people's breath. <laughs> they say oftentimes it's food that's lodged in between their teeth. Probably. So don't you want that out? I, I do, but I just don't like the flaws. Oh. Yeah. Have you tried those like picks? Tried where, it. Yep. Yeah, done everything. everything right? Yep. They're the worst. When you wrap the string around your fingers yeah. and you're doing it, and then that it gets the wet part is on, you know, then you start. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It just gets gross. Yeah, yeah. it is gross. Yeah. I try to run through it very quickly. Uh, and I think I'm like the best dental patient because I don't move a muscle. When you I'm don't. There. I just keep my mouth wide open. Right. Right. And they tell you turn more towards me. Yeah. And I, I lock in on that position. Right. Yeah. I think I'm a good patient. Okay. Yeah. What about when you go to the regular doctor? Good patient or not? A good patient. Yeah. All right. Good. <clears throat> All right. What um, else do you have there? Anything final? We're coming towards the end of the podcast. Uh, a couple things. If, if I All could. right. Yes, yeah. please. So let's you go to your your brother in law as a dentist, right? He is. So you probably know the dental hygienist pretty well. Yes. Right. Now, if you were in your car, and she saw you picking your nose, mm-hmm. would you ever go back to the dentist? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's my brother in law. I would have to, even though that woman saw you picking your nose. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to really come clean and go. We all do it. <laughs> I'm sorry you saw that. Right. I don't generally do that. In Why wouldn't you public. say I had a fly? There was a fly one up my nose. <laughs> that's yeah. a good one. I yeah. would, that's quick thinking. <laughs> that is a good one. I would right. go with that if I remembered. Okay. And how about in the future? Do mm-hmm. you think that there will be no more doctors? Will be like a robot doctor? A robot doctor? Yeah. I don't. No? I think you still need <laughs> the doctor's intuition to know what you have. See, I, I was going to think like robot doctors... You know, there's going to be some that are really good that's going to have, like, the Harvard curriculum downloaded into their, you know. Into their system. Yeah. And meanwhile, the guy that went to, you know, 
county college and then transfer to a state school, <laughs> it'll be a little cheaper right. to go to. Did you want to see the robot doctor today? Because <laughs> your insurance doesn't cover robot doctor. Right. Your insurance covers uh, Steve in the back. Right. He'll help you. <laughs> He's okay. And he graduated. <laughs> From but where? Well, robot doctor has the Harvard <laughs> Medical School downloaded into his system. But then robot doctor would be touching you with his robot fingers. Well, I think at some point in the future, they'll have real skin hands, right? Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Then they would do the rectal exam. Gently. Gently. Yeah. Like very smoothly. (laughs) (laughs) With their rubber skin-colored robot fingers. I mean, I think we're getting to that point. Yeah. If they're doing FaceTime, checking you out. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that's just the next step. Right. Crazy. Robot doctor. We'll be, will we be alive for that? <laughs> I think we will. Yeah. We'll be getting all of our old age stuff checked by robot doctor. <laughs> I'll be trying to convince the robot doctor not to pull the plug. <laughs> Please, Mr. Don't robot doctor. Robot. You told me to pull it. <laughs> no, I was, that was my emotions got the best of me. Robot doctor, you don't understand emotions, but I didn't want the plug. You don't pulled. feel. Yes. <clears throat> all right. I think that's it. All right. Take it easy, everybody. See ya. See ya.